family family welcome back welcome back it is february the first and oh my goodness i have some exciting news so first and foremost i want to open the show by giving thanks to my ancestors my archangels and my spirit guides they are always with me not always to be seen but always to to be known that they are with me Ashe. So family, I am doing this podcast as I do my morning exercise, my morning walk. So you may hear the birds chirping. You may even hear a few cars pass by, but we're going to roll with it, right? Right. Also, I want to give a big, big, big <clears throat> happy birthday shout out. I'm screaming all the way from Texas to Texas. <laughs> Happy birthday, Queen of B. Who's coming with me? Happy birthday to my big brother. I love you. I love you. I love you, man. I miss my family. I got to get back to them. It's crazy, but we are living in a crazy time. So let's get into this conversation, family. Family, listen, your girl is going 30 days or whatever is in White History Month, February, right? Oh, and by the way, happy White History Month. Yes, I called it White History Month. Yes, did she just do that? Yes, she did. It is White History Month, family, and you're going to have to get on board. You're going to have to get on board and understand what I'm talking about. You see, we celebrate black excellence all year, all year. And February is the month that we take to show white people the atrocities that their ancestors did the sacrifices that a lot of quote unquote black people had to make. I mean, listen, it's the perfect month. It, the images are everywhere. They love to talk about their martyr, Martin Luther King. They love to talk about it. In the month of February, they want to persecute us and ask us, you know, well, what would MLK think? And well, what about Martin Luther King? Meanwhile, he's their martyr. He, he, they killed him. On top of that, any other month that's not February, they're blasting horrible information about him, how he was cheating on Coretta and getting head on this day. and He was with this mistress. It's sad, people. <clears throat> it is a sad damn time in our history where these people have martyred him <laughs> and then want to bash him the rest of the time that they're not celebrating him or pushing him in our face. Rest in peace to the ancestor, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Whatever your flaws were, they were yours and yours alone, sir. <sighs> Anyways, family, I get extra hype when talking about this subject because it ticks me off how when 
the moment February 1st hits, everybody's, oh, black history this, black history that. It is not black history month. We have done more than 30 days worth of shit in this country for ourselves, for our liberation. We've done more than 30 fucking days worth of shit. Excuse my French. We have absolutely. <laughs> and so when we get to this point where we have to remember in the month of February, the truth is it's not for us. We know these things. We know what we did as Moors. We know who we are. We're in the age of Aquarius. There's a song. I don't know the name of the group, but I remember this is the age of Aquarius. I'm going to have to post that song here in my podcast because we're here. We are fucking here. And the sheets can no longer be pulled over our eyes and you can no longer hide behind your sheets. You know, they say the MAGA hat is the new sheet. And fuck that. I'm not claiming that shit either. It's ridiculous. So let's open up our mind. Listen to that song. When I put it on this podcast, y'all, <laughs> listen to the whole song. They were telling us. They were telling us that this is the, the, that's where we're going. And the, the whole song talks about opening up your mind. And, and, and when we realize that we've been lied to once again, you know, it's sad because we always talk about white or uh, black history month and talk about black inventors. But I want to talk about white people outside of the United States, you know, because I don't want anybody to oh, she's racist. Honestly, I'm not, but you can call me prejudiced. And you can thank the school system for raising me up that way. I went to public schools. You can absolutely thank that system because it's set up that way. Now, do I know some good people who, who have less hue than I do? Absolutely, I do. We have to stop looking at each other in colors. And realize that if we do that, we begin to, 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 to feed into a different paradigm where even light-skinned people, lighter than you, are, are separate from you. We're not separate. We're all individuals. We're all pieces of God here searching for himself or itself or herself. Whatever, whatever it is that you feed into. But the most important aspect is to know that everybody, whether their hue is light or dark, is not here to harm you. And, and some of them, the opposite. A lot of them are here to hurt you. So yes, we will run across people that don't look like us, look like us that are here to hurt us. But as a whole, Europeans and Caucasians, okay, because black people born in Europe, that does, does that make them Europeans? Are they Europeans or are they Moors? What are they? You know, the Moors, <laughs> the Moors ran everything before all of this colonization, to be honest with you, because that's us.
We were in tribes and they knew that. There's still pieces of our original history quilted throughout the fabric of America. And until we start to understand what it means to be us, what it means to be who we are, the original landowners here, the United States is simply here to provide a service. That's it. Excuse my text message is coming through. But the United States as a corporation, which they are on a piece of paper in Washington, D.C., they're here to provide a service. <clears throat> We're just partaking in the issue. But Anna tells you how to get out of it. She tells you about what's important. And I'm not just pushing Anna because there's so many people out there. Listen, in the beginning when I started, I mean, and even before 2014, because I, I, I started looking into this stuff way before then. But it didn't hit me why I began to study law and the interpretation and what it meant to be me on this land. It, it wasn't until I started to need it that I understood why I began getting into it. That has always happened for me. <laughs> Anytime I'm going to need something, I always get into it just a little bit, way ahead of time, years ahead of time. And I retain information very, very well. So uh, amongst learning the things that I'm going to need, when I need it, I'm able to dive in deep or deeper because I had already scratched the beginning level, the beginning surface. So before I even started to have to fight in 2014, I had already began studying law. I, had, I, I didn't know about certain groups and I did not know and understand that I was a Moor at the time. That hit me in 2014 when I, when I began to read and learn and watch videos of Brother uh, Tariq, Brother Tariq Bay. And it, and it hit me. So I started to do the study in myself because I didn't just want to go off of someone's information, but I knew how to study and I knew how to break down what was going on. Number one, because he breaks it down in plain English for you. They, that, that site, uh, I believe it's, um, haven't been on it in a long time. It'll come to me in just a minute. L Bay Publications. There we go. L Bay Publications. Now you will see and you will hear some people saying, oh, this is fraud. And, 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 oh, these people are doing this and these people are doing that. And I suggest that you go to the site, learn how to use the site, look up the information yourself, double check, triple check, whatever you need to do. And that, that is going to show you that those people, whether other people are saying they're fraudulent and it doesn't work, it doesn't work because you don't know how to stand on your square. We have to learn how to do those things and be in the character that you are supposed to be in at that particular time. We all have different roles that we have to play. You just have to understand when it's time to act. So I said all of that to say, because I'm getting back to my point 
of white domination all over this planet. You know, they've done atrocities <laughs> even worse than what they've done to us on this land, in the Americas. They've done so much damage that it's hard when you find an ally to say, yeah, this is completely an ally. Because as a collective, we know, we know, black people know, more people, Moorish people know, we know that they will stick together. Let there be one of you and four of them. Somebody's gonna come rub your hand. You know, y'all know those, those quirky white gestures that they like to do. And again, I'm not talking about all white people, but if you feel convicted in your European soul, then maybe your ancestors had something to do with a lot of what I'm talking about. Or maybe you're harboring some type of animosity. Or maybe you feel like I'm being too general. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm being absolutely honest. And that's what you're going to get on this podcast. By the way, welcome to Oshana Radio. <laughs> I am your host, Rosha, and I am here for the roast today. What's up to all you guys? I'm Rosha, the podcast bae, and I'm so glad that you all are joining me today. Shout out to all of y'all. Y'all are the best listeners on the planet. <laughs> so much support. Thank you guys for, for tuning in and listening to my my podcast and hearing what I have to say. This is just my view from my corner of the world. And it is truly my own. So let's get back into this topic. We're going to take a break here in just a little while. And remember, if you have something you would like to say, have something to get off of your chest, and you don't want to go through the monopolies of getting on YouTube or on camera in general, Try starting a podcast. Anchor is a great place to start podcasts. Shout out to Anchor. They are some awesome sponsors. Very supportive. I appreciate them. Very helpful. 24-hour support if you need it. Yeah, that's Anchor. (laughs) But if you have something you want to say, start a podcast and let me know so I can hear your story because I'm sure interested. I really am. So back to the point that I'm making today. It's not a fair statement to say that February is Black History Month or Black History Month in essence and light of teaching black folks about black folks. Like I told y'all uh, uh, before, if you listen to my other podcast, my latest, black is a, a brand. We're not black people. We don't look like crayons. We see black items every day, all day. So I'm not a crayon. I'm not. But am I black? Absolutely. That's, my, that's our brand. And we need to start branding our shit. So that European cultures and, and, and culture vultures can stop stealing the things that we 
invent. You know, it's like hip hop. And this is a topic that I want to talk about for the month of February, maybe have a couple of conversations about how our culture, R&B and hip hop has just basically been taken over by Latinas, okay? By Latinas and, and white girls and white, bo and white boys, white guys. Again, here we go. Rochelle, what are you saying? Are you being prejudiced? Yeah, I am. Because we want our shit. The shit we listen to on the radio nowadays is ridiculous. What we need is our culture back. And if we can't get it back, we need to create something new and brand it as a whole, as a culture. You know, why aren't we stealing any of their dances? <laughs> why aren't we stealing anything that they come up with? Because a lot of the European culture is absolutely here to copyright other people's creations. They made up the copyright system so that they can steal people's ideas, put a stamp on it and say, you can't use this without my permission. Are you kidding me? That's not a system that black folks came up with. We know how to give credit where credit is due. What is happening to our music, man? I'm so, I'm, uh, I'm so perturbed has to be the word I'm, I'm just ugh, disgusted I want to do a segment on this show where I talk about music from back in the day and maybe play a couple of clips because I miss that music and 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 honestly it makes me think about the way our parents younger generation used to tell us Y'all don't listen to real music. And they were right. They, our music was a little bit of spinoff of theirs, but it was real music to us, maybe not to them. We didn't need the same whining and moaning and runs and, and skibidi bop bops that they needed. We didn't need that. <laughs> we had groups like Drew Hill, Mint Condition. You know, we had groups like like uh, um, Black Street and Teddy Riley. Come on now. We had, we, you know, we, we had good music. What the hell are these kids subject to today? I thought pop was particularly, and, and the funny thing is, is that they, they, they used to crown Mike, the R&B, or, or excuse me, the king of pop. They, that's what they used to say about Mike Jackson. He was the king of pop. <laughs> another creation or another genre given to a, 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 hue, a man of hue, a, a black man that was taken, from, taken over by a, a, another group of people and drowned out. Pop, pop in my day was all, what were their names? Backstreet Boys, uh, uh, 
NSYNC, Britney Spears, Justin Timberlakes, and that's what pop was. Uh, Justin even has a song called Dirty Pop. I believe that's what it's called. <laughs> but now his crossover is, is major and it's played on every black station that you can pull up on the radio. Anytime he drops one. Granted, Justin be jamming, but let's be real. Justin is a pop singer. But the crossover is real. And all of our people, all of our authentic musicians that we have left, like Chris Brown, and you can say what you want to say about, about Breezy, but listen, let me tell you something. I'm not going to take or partake in the, in the, the slandering and, and bringing down and taking down of uh, one of my brothers. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. It's not productive. It helps no one. It helps nothing in our situation. Now, as far as the situation with Kales, I don't speak on the situation with Kales because honestly, he's been telling us what he's been doing for years. And we cannot act like this is not, this is something that we don't know about. We know this even happens in our community on a regular. Men know that this is what happens. Y'all know that, that it's a lot of y'all out there. If not y'all, it's a lot of older guys that you know that are out there trying to talk to some young girl in her 20s. You know it. Now, in Kelly's situation, we understand that they were underage, meaning under 18. Well, in a situation like that, my question is, where is the child's parents? If the child's parents has no problem with it, that's none of my business either. Do I think it's disgusting? Absolutely. Absolutely. I wouldn't want nobody trying to talk to my 16-year-old daughter who's in their 30s or 40s. You crusty old decrepit fuck. That's disgusting. They're kids. Give them time to live their life before you go popping cherries. Now, as far as men, older men liking women in their 20s and up, that... That, that's none of my business, but it's been happening in our culture for many years. I'm not going to sit back and act like I don't know it. And I'm not going to let you sit back and act like you didn't know it. You knew it too. We all know it. This Me Too movement is what brought all of this shit to the surface. Now, do I believe that women who have been sexually assaulted, uh, abused, molested, should, should be able to speak their truth? Absolutely. Tell your story. But the Me Too movement is being turned into a, a movement to hunt down powerful older men who, <laughs> who for whatever reason need to be put in jail because of some shit they did years ago. Now, of course, it can, aside R. Kelly's situation, because we know that even though Kells know better, Kells felt like he could get away with whatever he wanted to get away with. And they've been letting him. You got to understand, we knew about this shit when Chocolate Factory dropped, when he was pissing on old girl. We knew this. But what happened is the media has told you now that it's time for you to hate him. And that's a damn shame that we allowed them to tell us 10 years later, now it's time for you to hate him. 
after a lot of y'all done made babies off a of chocolate factory and the remix to Ignition, hiding fresh out the kitchen. I can't deal. I can't deal with tearing this brother down. I can't. He's going to get that enough. They already claim he, he, his net worth is a million dollars. Now, you stop yourself. <laughs> you stop yourself in your tracks and you take three steps back on that. Okay? And from there, you thank Papa Legba because I don't believe that shit one bit. A million dollars, R. Kelly. Mr. You remind me of my Jeep. Mr. Drop a hit every year. Move your body like a snake, ma. No, 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 no. You can't convince me. You cannot convince me. But when we come to talking about our culture as a whole, we've known this as a whole. We can't sit here and act like we didn't. And so it all falls on the parents. What are you going to do to try to stop this type of relationship from occurring in your view? And if you do nothing, then why are you sitting here bitching about Kelly? I know a lot of older women who basically sell their daughters. Girl, you better talk to him. He got some money. Man, old, decrepit, probably got Wayne. And I say Wayne <laughs> because my daddy say Wayne. He talking about, he's saying, he's saying worms, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think older people have worms. But my, my point is, is that don't sell your daughter off. Don't prostitute your daughter out for money. Don't do that to her. Be good to your kids. Show her what she needs in order to get a man of her caliber, her age, or maybe a little bit older. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm talking about these old, old, old dudes trying to talk to these young, 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 young gals. We're watching a case like that before our eyes right now uh, with the situation with carbon nature. Or carbonation. I call them carbonature. Carbonation. And I'm not going to give them too much promo here because they've got enough views and donations coming in from everybody. So you don't need my help. But, but what do y'all think it is that, that um, Nature Boy has done with Eliana? Eliana's in her 20s. Nature Boy in his 30s. Now, that's not a whole, whole, whole bunch of years older than her. But her mind is not developed enough or wasn't developed enough for that situation. And now she is, of course, listen, anytime any woman has a baby, it's going to grow her up. It, it absolutely, it, it happens. When I had my first daughter, I noticed instantly that my attitude had changed. I was no longer this kid. I was a woman. I was a mother. You know, and I was in my 20s when I had my kids, so shout out to me. I was 25 years old when I had my first daughter. <laughs> and it was, it was easy. It was easy for me. I didn't have n no problems like, you know, full bladders or anything like that. But my point is, is that in our culture, it's always been like that. So what is going on in the music industry that all of the black faces are being taken out of the music? that all of the, 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 the black faces 
are being removed. And what we're seeing is a takeover of the R&B and hip hop culture of these lighter skinned, you know, pit bulls and um, you know, that, that, that pit bull should be absolutely reggaeton. That's what he is. He's not a, a hip hop artist. The way Pitbull dresses tells you that he is a reggaeton artist. Okay? Hip hop is, is for, for, for that real shit, that real spick. Rap. You see, in the South, we didn't have hip hop, we had rappers. That's what we had. We had rappers. They, they did rap. We didn't call it hip hop down here because that, that we didn't in, invent hip hop down here. And we couldn't get with the, the beats. Our, ours is a little bit different. Like in Houston, you got chopped and screwed. Everybody's flavor is different, but it, it all came together to make this big pot of gumbo of, of good music that we could listen to. You see what I'm saying? But we don't have that gumbo anymore. There are a lot of ingredients that have been taken out and it's been turned into a stew. I didn't ask for no Cajun stew. I want my gumbo. And the most, the most disturbing part about it is that when you know that it's being changed right before your eyes. It's disturbing to your soul. It's disturbing to your psyche. How can we get this back is the, is the, is the real question here. How can we take back our culture? I don't honestly have the answer to that. But I hope we'll come up with one soon. Take a break. Okay, family, we are back. Thanks for hanging in there with me. So I've moved to a different location to finish up this podcast because I want to uh, bring another a new subject to light. But um, in reference to right before the break, my point is simply that we know what's going on in our community and it's about time for us to step up and really make a change. Change starts with us, with parents at home, with mothers and fathers, speaking to their daughters and sons. And the whole point is to get across the point that this is not right. It is not right for girls to be attracted to older men. To me, that tells me you have daddy issues. Now, I can't speak for anybody else because I don't have daddy issues. I love my daddy. My daddy's always been in my life. And so I never looked for love in an older man. That that just wasn't, it wasn't my cue. And I realized that sometimes some girls don't have daddy issues. But there's definitely something wrong there because as a young person, you should be attracted to living your best life and making the best future for you and whatever family you're deciding to have along the way. 20s is definitely a great age 
for you to be out there getting it in, doing exactly what you want to do, but being safe about everything so that you don't become a part of the Me Too movement or so that you don't end up being a statistic. So in reference to the changes that we should make in our community, these are all things that we know. So join with me, brothers and sisters, in teaching our children, our, our babies, that it's not, it's not normal to have emotions and feelings for somebody who could possibly be your dad. You know, it's not normal. We should learn to get help for our children when they need assistance. It's just like school. When your children need assistance in school, depending on the school curriculum because common core is trash and i say that on this podcast with pleasure seriously common core is trash but if your kid is not in common core and if your child is in a stable program god knows i'm not sure what that is because i've lived in the south all of my life then if they're having issues and trouble in school, and I'm talking to my people, I'm talking to everybody, but especially my brothers and sisters, my Moorish brothers and sisters, my black brothers and sisters, my Afro-American, African-American, whatever you want to call yourself. If your child is having trouble in school and you feel school is important, don't get mad at them when you're doing homework with them. Don't be yelling at them. You understand that they have not been introduced to this lesson before. And it's just like with you when you learn new life lessons. You don't need somebody yelling at you. You need somebody to understand and to help you to understand much better. So instead of yelling at them, fussing at them, calling them stupid, because I've heard some of you sisters do that to your sons, and you shouldn't do that to the baby's minds. You're turning it into mush. Instead of instead of doing that, instead of tearing them down, get them some help. Get them a tutor. Find them a tutor if you can't afford one in your neighborhood because tutoring can be quite expensive. Look online. There are plenty of programs. Trust me, I know. There are plenty of programs online where you pay less than 15, 10 bucks a month, which is much better than I can say for most tutoring sessions because they could go anywhere from 50 to to $100 for an hour or two. And if you can't absolutely afford that, try online. Even if you can't afford that, build a future for your children with the rest of that money. You know, take 10 bucks, pay for tutoring, take the other 90 and put it aside to help build your children's future. Help your children become the best individuals that they can in society. God knows we've had enough mud slang and slung on us. We don't need any more. So now I'm going to switch up the topics here because, you know, I love to talk about the celestial bodies in my podcast. And I want to talk about this new moon that we got coming up on Monday. Usually I I speak about the moon um, maybe a couple of weeks before we're going to have a big event happen, but I've been so busy fine-tuning so many different things and 
working in my Etsy shop. You can catch you can you can also check out my Etsy shop uh which I'm loading much more um materials and items there that you can take a look at, but you can check me out on Etsy. Just look up uh Rocha's Way and there's not a bunch of stuff there now, but my inventory is so big and I'm still getting pictures together, so I'm planning on <laughs> stocking it up uh quite largely uh so yeah check your girl out on on rosha's way on itsy so anyways back to to my point um we've got a new moon coming up and the new moon is on the fourth fifth and the sixth um now if you follow a moon calendar in some of them you'll find that it also is basically considered a new moon on th on the third sorry about that fam so new moon um the third is considered uh a day for the new moon so you can use that if you'd like um but new moons are awesome for new beginnings now listen this is simply backing up what you did for the full moon, uh, the blood moon that we just had. That was three times bigger than it normally is and so gorgeous. I watched that eclipse and it was just the most immaculate, most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my lifetime. So... New moon, this new moon is basically, basically going to help you back up the intentions that you set out for the full moon. Now, because I am a cancer, okay, because cancer is my sun sign, and uh, I love love, and of course, I'm a moon child, so <laughs> it is absolutely my nature to love to watch the moon. Um, and so I speak to my fellow moon watchers and I speak to those of you that are interested in following the moon. And I tell you that it is a great um, energy to call on Luna, to, to have that soft lunar energy to help you and assist you. So learn to follow the moon. And uh, of course, I'm going to do a podcast on the new moon uh, on Monday, uh, maybe even on Sunday, um, because I've got some really good topics that I'd like to run down to you all. And I hope that more of you will begin to join me and uh, check out the conversation live. So with this new moon coming, you basically are going to want to back up your intentions. So you're going to want to do what you did on the night of the full moon. Um, and what I mean is to back up those new intentions, not the letting go of anything old. You've already done that. <clears throat> so don't get it twisted, though. You can do it at any time. Um, but as a matter of fact, you can do it on the 3rd. Um, and because it's considered a new moon, I think the moon will be at like 2% in the sky. 
Um, just so you know, my upbringing has taught me that that's actually the dark moon. Uh, and that's where you do your best work as far as cursing or as far as letting go of things. So you can still do a let go ritual um, to back up the one that you did with the full moon <laughs> just two weeks ago. So <clears throat> you can do that. And uh, and then when the moon, when it when it when it crosses over into the absolute dark moon, where it's only about one percent in the sky on the fourth, then you can begin to do your new moon intentions, um, new beginnings type of work. So um, just a couple of suggestions. Uh, you can make a playlist with your idea of what your intentions entail and play that for the three days of the new moon okay you can play it at a particular time uh, I know that numerology is really big guys I've been getting these double triple numbers for <laughs> for the last past two months and I love numerology. I really want to bring a, a, a night where we talk about numerology and the study of numerology and, and how important it is when you see numbers. Everywhere there's numbers, okay? There's numbers everywhere. I'm always looking and then noticing when I receive those triple, double, quadruple numbers. It is just so funny to me. So that tells me that my angels are talking to me because those numbers tend to be considered angel numbers. Um, now, of course, that's not set in stone because every culture has its way of recognizing how numerology shows up for the tribe. Okay, so <clears throat> for me, those are angel numbers. And, you know, I talk about my angels being Gabriel and Michael. Michael's my head angel. Ashe, Aye, Babo. Um, and of course, Gabriel is my secondary angel. Um, and they both have their battles that they fight. They, they both have their times. Um, and so I, I, I'm always appreciating when I see certain numbers and I know which one of them is talking to me. <laughs> so pay attention to numerology and pay attention to the numbers around you. You'll start to see that your angels are always talking to you or your ancestors or who, whomever in your culture speaks through numbers. Um, and so, yeah, double, triple, quadruple numbers. They, uh, they've just been popping up everywhere. And I'm just so happy and excited because it means that I'm truly on my path to success where I want to go so I'm laying absolutely laying that out on my candles uh on Monday night when I light them to back up my new intentions and my new beginnings because it is fresh time for us guys so really get out there and spark your magic get in your backyards you know do it on your back porches <laughs> oh, and listen, uh, quick tip. I, I, I got an email about cursing. Now, listen, it is not my uh, intention uh, to teach anybody how to do harm to anybody else because the universe always returns what you send out. Some people call it karma, but I'm, I'm telling you it's real. 
it's real. Uh, if you, if you study Wiccan, it's the three, you know, it's the, uh, <clears throat> do no harm, uh, to others rule. Um, and so it doesn't matter what culture you come from it, it, it in the Christian, in the Abrahamic tradition, in, in any of them, uh, there's some way to know that karma is real and it really is. So be careful with your intentions and what you put out, especially if you're looking for something new. You don't want negative thoughts going into your new beginnings. But if you're going to do cursing work or the work of curses or the work of cursing, you should always, always, always do it outside. <laughs> Valuable tip. Do it outside. You don't want that energy running rampant through your home and you're trying to call in something new. Are you kidding me, Jane? Are you kidding me? Doesn't work like that. So any negative work, do it outside and make sure you cleanse yourself. My God. Some of y'all be sending out stuff and then when shit happens to you, you looking like, what the hell did I do to bring this in? Yeah, uh-huh. You tried to do harm to someone else. Sometimes people are just protected. You know? Doesn't matter what they believe. Sometimes they're just really protected. Sometimes people don't know that they're protected by a specific entity. They just are. So be careful with that. So... Basically, I want to go ahead and get ready to end this podcast by uh, covering the, the things that I spoke about from the first point of entry as up until now. And um, when I began this podcast, I began with positive vibes. And I want you all to know that I absolutely intend to end this on positive vibes. But y'all, let's try to be more supportive of our fellow brothers and sisters. I'm not telling you to support the devious, deviant acts that they participate in, but I'm telling you to don't just scratch the surface. Look a little bit deeper. There's something a little bit deeper. And if you don't see it, it does not mean that it's not there. It does not mean that it's not there. I, I, I like candles and I call for the protection for those ladies out there in Mexico, in that whole cult out there, um, all the time. There are a couple of girls there that I just, I care about. I really care about them, and I, I, I hope they're okay. Um, but because of my sanity, I cannot watch, <clears throat> I cannot watch it play out on YouTube any longer. I won't be watching much more of the Carbonation Saga. Because it's dangerous. It's dangerous. And it's addic addicting. You know, with all of the YouTubers. Man, there's so many YouTubers choosing to cover N Nature Boy and Carbonation. And and I just want to say to to us as a people, can we stop being so freaking ghetto on YouTube? YouTube is for content. Why? Dudes, why are y'all on there with y'all bonnets on y'all head, the same blue shirt y'all wore for three days, doing two and three hours worth of talking about nothing? 
Nothing. I just, it's it's amazing. And y'all just name dropping, trying to get views and, and, and people to come on and watch your videos. It's ridiculous. Why don't y'all create some real content? Real content. Instead of being the ghetto of YouTube. That's what the what all of the black folks on YouTube nowadays are known as. We found out you can sit around and gossip on YouTube about other people. <clears throat> and that's what we've decided to do. So much so that fellow YouTubers are getting into it with other YouTubers. I'm through, people. I'm done. I am done. Stick a fork in me. I'm done. Y'all need to y'all need to get it together. Seriously. And I'm not even on here talking about y'all. I'm talking about the fact that that a lot of y'all on their name dropping, looking for clout, looking for views. Oh my god, clicks and views, clicks and views, clicks and views. And some of y'all are a little pathetic. Some of y'all shouldn't even be on YouTube. Maybe y'all should start a podcast. Because if you are on YouTube with your damn bonnet on your head and your damn pajamas, you don't have a face for YouTube. You're not willing to get up and put some makeup on, make yourself look a little bit decent. And the dudes, man, I've listen, I grew up with uncles. My uncles never ever gossip the way that a lot of you guys gossip about other people's business some of y'all should be ashamed of yourself <laughs> y'all should be making youtube playing video games with your boys and you know online or something but y'all would rather sit up and talk about <laughs> other youtubers and their relationships i cannot with you all you all are really, really getting to me. I just, I just would hope that you all would stop with the ghetto-ness on YouTube. Y'all just, if you're sitting there and it's just your face or just a black screen, I can't listen to that. I want to watch some of you all, but some of you all are being absolutely petty betties and messy Marys. And it's a little ridiculous. So. I don't know. I hope y'all get it together. And start coming up with some real content. I mean. Okay so if you gossip cool. But can you show some things. Instead of just just you. I mean some of, some of y'all are really boring. And, and I'm sure a lot of y'all could say that. About my podcast. But here's the thing. I'm not on a platform where I need to be seen or need to show pictures or need to flash something. Dudes, this is voice. This is made for voice. So I'm here to speak. And I, as far as I know, I bring valuable information. And a lot of people are able to take that information and not say, not just be like, mm, girl, did you hear about such and such? No, they can actually take the information that I come with and use it. Now, that's content. But if you're telling me something I already know, that's not content. That's you gossiping on YouTube. So, continue to do y'all, boo. But I hope some of y'all realize, especially after what happened with Tasha K. 
Shout out to Sasha K. I will not, I will not be involved with bringing somebody down that's already being belittled and befuddled and brought down in the public eye as it is. Anything that you have coming in, you have brought in. That includes her. So, I don't feel sorry for anybody, but I'm not going to continue or I'm not going to go along with the, the the belittling of somebody. I can't do it. It's not... It's not worth it. I'd rather fight with the police. <laughs> I'd rather fight with the with the, the, the chief of police and the, the, the legislators to change the shit in our community and in our 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 uh immediate environment so that we don't have to have post traumatic stress driving down the road worried about a cop pulling behind us with their lights on for no goddamn reason at all. And it happens. When you're doing nothing at all, it happens. When you're just on your way, in your travels, going to get groceries for your, for your family, it happens. They pull you over. So I don't have time to sit up and talk about other people and their life and relationships and how retarded what they're doing is to me. I'd rather educate a nation of people on what they should be doing or what they should have learned a long time ago. And I'm always hoping that that's what I'm doing. Whether my podcast is about moon forecasts or whether it's about police brutality, whether it's about legal, lawful, legal ease, whether it's about being a layman, studying jurisprudence, whether it's about um, solar events that are happening. I try my best, whether it's about magic or doing ritual work or reading cards, that's content and that's content that you can count on. I'm not going to sit up and gossip about nobody. That's not my bag. I'd rather teach you something that maybe you didn't know or maybe that you knew a little bit about or maybe that you knew about, but I gave you a fresh perspective. That's content you can count on. So anyway, fam, I want to end this on a positive note and tell you guys that I'm going to be recording at least two times a week. So I want you all to help me spread the love, spread the knowledge, spread the joy, spread the truth, no matter how hard it is, and share my podcast whenever you hear it. Um, you can give me a clap. If you're listening, there's a little clap down at the bottom. I think it's on the left-hand side for most of you or on the right-hand side. But it's a little hand clap. Give me a little clap and let me know you guys are there. Uh, I always appreciate listening or, excuse me, I always appreciate speaking to you guys. I know you listen. I appreciate you all for listening and, and, and joining and tuning in. My next podcast will definitely be on Monday on the night of the, the, the new moon. And I will be doing some work. And, 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 um, and I think on Sunday what I'm going to do is just load up a lot of music with my intention on it that you all can hear and listen to and maybe tune in. And, and, and maybe it's something that you're wishing for as well. Either way, I cannot wait for you guys to join me. I thank you for joining me tonight. I also want to thank the 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 spirits and my ancestors, my spirit guides and my archangels for being with me um and for helping me to muddle through the the muddy waters here 
So until next time, fam, keep your eyes on the moon and make sure you love on yourself. It's still me season and I'm still doing me so well. Thanks so much to all my sponsors, all my listeners. I'll catch you guys on the next side. Later.